Do you know why? Do you know why they're not going to kill us? Do you know why we're not going to die? All right, Bendis. Because we are are just too pretty to live. Guys, the door's closed. That means we have to be serious. Oh, we're starting now. Okay, because it's doors closed. Okay, where's the theme song? Hang on, I have a plan. Do you okay. have it? Do you have it queued up? Because I have it if you don't. How much of a plan? No, I, okay, here we go. Ryan, I want you to How do much your of a plan welcome do you have? to the legendarium thing. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the legendarium. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to fade down and you intro. Yeah, okay, there we go. That's nice. That's nice. Welcome to the chamber of Mazarbul, Ryan. <laughs> I call it my kitchen, <laughs> but I will put a new sign up that says Mazarbul. Well, this is it, it's probably about as echoey as the Mines of Moria, I'm thinking. Just about. It's yeah. what happens when there's tile everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the reason that we are putting up with this for the moment is because you're not going to have to listen to an, a whole hour like this. We're actually just uh, going to give you the full Comic-Con audio uh, from our live podcast there. Uh, Ryan, did you have a good time with that? I did. I really enjoyed our our podcast our podcast from Comic Con. It went uh, we we explored all of, pretty much everything but what we were intending on discussing. I know we had all these topics ready to go, and then really what it turned into was uh, just a gab fest for a while. We played some games, you know. We could have gone into some serious topics and whatnot, and we did a little bit toward the end, but mostly we just wanted to have a good time and get people involved. So. Uh, hopefully it doesn't bore you guys to tears who weren't there. Uh, I wasn't bored while I was there, so I think it'll be. I think you'll definitely enjoy our our live edition, <laughs> um, and we will definitely, you know, Comic Con allowing, do this again next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we plan on being there. We hope you do too. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add before we kick it off? Uh, we're gonna be doing. We've been discussing doing a, another uh, oh, yeah. Star Wars thing here in the near future. Yes, actually. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yes, upcoming episodes. We are recording with Matt Woolley. Yes. Uh, we were going to do that today. Uh, scheduling conflicts happen sometimes, so now we are not. But that is going to happen next week. So next week will be comic books and kids' brains. Um we are also going to be uh, continuing with the Mistborn series. Mm-hmm. We'll do the Well of Ascension coming up, maybe in two parts, maybe in one. Ryan and I will arm wrestle over that. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, what was the other thing? Yeah, you mentioned Star Wars. Rebels just came out. Yes, the and... Rebel series just started, and we're going we're gonna to do a, a little watch party with all the group, and then we're going to talk about what this means for the future of Star Wars. Does it give us hope, a new hope, one might say, uh, oh. or... Or will we will we suffer more of the Jar Jar Binks? I uh, well, one can only hope. Um, yes, I'm hoping for Jar Jar Binks myself because <laughs> I think he's one of the the greatest and deepest characters um, ever to grace the silver screen. Yes, yes, I put him right up there with any of the Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> All right, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and let them enjoy this now that we've gabbed long enough. Thanks, guys. I'm doing the intro. Come on. You're fading out. Sorry. Gosh. That was Today the we're live at Comic-Con. We're going to talk about stuff. Don't ask me what yet because I forgot. <laughs> and uh, we're back to Craig. Okay. So welcome, you guys. Thanks for coming out, friends. We really do have awesome family. music if you haven't heard it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put in an intro on this. It'll sound like a regular podcast, like we're professionals. Um, all right. So we're at Comic-Con, uh, Ryan and me, with our legendary brain trust. Apparently that's what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is now because Ken and Todd are with us. It wasn't yeah. before when it was just me and Ryan. Uh, now we have brains. Uh, Ken <laughs> Johnson uh, and Todd Wenty are two old men who like to come uh, be on our podcast with us. Deadpool is seriously the most overrated character in the Marvel Universe there. I said it. Oh, my word. And we begin with controversy. Excuse you? Oh, Todd, how would you like to introduce yourself? Uh... You, old you man. once made out with Deadpool. Old man. <laughs> Deadpool wishes he made out with me. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Old man is what my children refer to me as, so that's probably appropriate. Some, some quick housekeeping before we get into uh, the meat of the stuff. Um, we are, this week, uh, for our podcast, this is a very general... It's our, what I call our various and sundry 
uh, podcast. We are uh, going to be jumping around on a lot of different topics. But next week, uh, next week, maybe two weeks, we're starting our Mistborn series. I don't uh, read any, as fast. Anybody read Mistborn? Who's read? Okay, so there's a few Mistborn readers. If you haven't read it, you haven't lived. Um, and I'm not kidding. It's, uh, in my opinion, with the possible exception of Harry Potter, it's the best uh, fantasy fiction of the last 20 years. Spoiler alert, that's going to be our next podcast, oh. next series of podcasts. And now we know where you stand, and there's no build and climax to it. It was, so. a, it was a professional tease. Can you oh. say climax on our podcast? <laughs> hey, yeah, we, we just have to put explicit. Um, family okay. friendly, family friendly. Sorry. Sorry. Children. Um, Apex. It was the buildup. Uh, so, yeah, we are starting our Mistborn series. Now, to get it going, uh, if you go on our Facebook page, uh, you must like us on Facebook first, and then you will see the status update. We are giving away a signed copy of Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn. It's worth nothing right now besides the list price, but <laughs> you keep that for 50 years. It'll be worth something. You uh, will come back to a Comic-Con and It is and signed by Brandon Sanderson, uh, and he made it out to our wonderful uh, Lucky Legendarium listener. Nice. Uh, and so we will be giving that away. So Can if you that? haven't liked us on Facebook yet... Grab a card on your if way you out and, us on and Facebook, make sure Ken. that you do it. <laughs> Ken, have you not liked us on Facebook? What is the matter with you? Of course I've liked us on Facebook. Okay. Ken, Ken's a jock. Ken's a jock. He's Ken having a tough time with Facebook. Ken is a jock. Um, Me so, and Facebook are on a break. <laughs> so, okay, housekeeping done. Uh, we'll be getting to that later. Uh, for you guys, how's Comic-Con going? Is this, is this nuts? I'm loving Comic-Con. Been a good one? Yeah. What, what do you guys think, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the... Most anti-geek in the history of the world to come to Comic-Con for all three days. She's so anti-geek, she won't even come to your live podcast to Comic-Con. Right? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. She, my, my wife, is, I mean, she is the anti-geekiest person alive. And she is here at Comic-Con. And she has found things that she appreciates. Fantastic. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we kept asking her, and, and she kept saying... Uh, I like the cheese truck. That, the cheese truck was the, probably the thing that she found that she liked the most. I, I like to pay $12 I, for yeah, grilled that was, cheese. Right? Yeah, grill, a good grilled cheese sandwich for uh, more than most people will spend for an entire week's worth of food. Yeah, it's brutal. right. Our friend is Elsa. She does the face painting, and she has been Elsa over at KidCon, and she was incredible. And so she, of course, said, well, she was amazing. She, she was, she, was, she was somewhat impressed by the Weta Workshop stuff. She mm-hmm. said that was really cool. Yep. So I think, you know, I think she's taken her first step into a larger world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know you didn't just say that. I did just say that. Um, Todd, what's your, your favorite thing so far? Uh, aside from us, um, I would say, um, oh, uh, and aside from Scott Taylor. Scott Taylor is absolutely one of the most amazing authors that I've seen here at Comic-Con. Very underrepresented. Scott, you owe me money. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I think um, I, was, I was more impressed with the Alan Tudyk panel yesterday than I was anticipating being. I thought it would be fun. I thought he it would was, be enjoyable. He was, he was wonderful, to inter- the way he interacted with the crowd. Um, Did and, any of you guys go to that panel? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of us. <laughs> Woo! Um, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed that. And this year's Comic-Con... Um, as much expanded as it has been since for over last year's, because um, last year's was incredible and crazy. This year's is incredible, crazy on steroids. But the the panels have been really, really good that I've attended. I've really enjoyed. You know who I've I really enjoyed them. Okay, so Alan Tudyk was good. You guys know who Alan Tudyk is. Um, who uh, saw A Knight's Tale? That's a pretty popular one. He's the crazy redhead dude um, who swears at everybody. Yeah, he's really funny. He's in a bunch of other nerdy stuff. A, a little known um, television series called Firefly. Firefly, yeah, Wash. Um, so television he, he was funny. No, okay, you guys know who wasn't funny. Uh, what's the name of the, the dude that plays uh, Lex Luthor on Smallville? He did oh, a Michael, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. He was an a hole. Was he really? I'm sorry. He was. Uh, every time somebody got up to ask a question, that you know, these are big fans of his, and they're kind of nervous, and they they ask their question, and some of them were dumb, but he would turn around to the audience and make fun of them, like mouth off to Aww. his fans. I was really mad. Like, I'm in there to snap a few photos, you know, and, and this guy's making fun of his audience. I was kind of Maybe mad. he was just doing a Lex Luthor moment. Yeah, I don't think so, because he okay. had hair. Okay. Well, I was trying. Uh, <laughs> I was trying. Do you guys, uh, so uh, you guys out there, any favorite panels you've attended? 
Um, any favorite events, booths? What's what's been your what's been your thing here at Comic Con so far? X Men versus Avengers. Okay, okay. Oh, Todd has some very pointed things to say about that. No, one. he always does. <laughs> we'll talk Gosh. about that a little later. X Men versus Avengers. Okay, Todd, go ahead. Um, you know, it, the I was hoping for the the only disappointing thing on that panel for me was that it was geared more around their franchises from a money-making standpoint. The movies, the the money that's been made, the comics, the way they've tried to bring that universe into a movie franchise and what that has meant. I was really hoping that they were going to say, okay, Wolverine versus Captain America, go. go. And, Captain America. And here, you know, some things about, you know, why one would win or why the other would win. And, and that was, I was a little disappointed in that. But, you know, if that was the only thing I was disappointed in, I'll take it. We should do that sometime. I was going to say, Ken, you jumped right in there with Captain America. I'm, I'm in. That's <laughs> really, you really think Captain America could take Wolverine? You know, in my younger days, I was very much a mutant-supporting, X-Men-loving... Uh, that was what I cut Fascist. my... Fascist. That was what I cut my comic book teeth on. I loved the X-Men as a kid. And uh, in my Sneaked. older age, as I got old, I guess, and maybe, it's, maybe it's that I got old, I just I, somewhere along the line became a bigger fan of Captain America, the Avengers, Iron Man, all of them, I... Maybe it's just you know your taste as it as it evolves and as it uh, what refines. So so Maybe. you're saying that uh, X Men is the sippy cup to the Avengers, where you're actually now That's an what alcoholic. I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm well, saying it's the the sippy cup formula to the prime rib. <laughs> oh, Got to it. prime rib. We're yeah, calling we're the Avengers oh, prime I rib. I said that. Wow. I, I'm also interested in the variation from a drink to a solid. So you can't feed a baby steak. Honey, you, we you need can. to stop It just doesn't go as well steak. as you might like. Um, a- anybody else before I tell you what my favorite thing is? No. X-Men or Avengers? What's, no, don't. Anyway. Avengers. Avengers? Really? Wow. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> it seems we have, we have more Avengers than X-Men, and I'm, I I'm inclined I, to believe know, that's due to their more prevalence in today. I guess. I think you're probably right. Well, yeah, I didn't love... What was the name of the dude that played Cyclops? James Marsters? James James Marsden, yeah. Fine Marston, actor. Sorry. I've got no problem Marston. with him. Not a great Cyclops. Well, that's the nice thing about the Marvel stuff is you can... You know, they're switching it up. They'll do an Avengers, and then they do the individual movies, and you never... You know, you're not going to get too tired of it. I like it. Um, anyway, my, I'll tell you what my favorite thing about Comic-Con has been so far, and that's uh, this sort of thing. The uh, the like cosplay cost, costumes and I mean this is yeah they're t-shirts right but very well coordinated t-shirts. Oh, you have capes? There's nothing. Stand lame. up. Stand Let me up. See, see these. Oh, that's amazing. Nice. Yes, nice. very good. That's true. I was uh, so and I was running. Would be. I was running something by this. Is, this is the problem with this sort of thing. We need to turn these tables together. We're used so to talking to each, to each other, right? Uh, I was talking to Ryan about this last night. I think. Uh, you, okay, so you know how women say, oh, I love a man in uniform. Oh, you know, oh, can you go rent that Navy uniform and stuff? Uh, what do you do at home? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, family so I think friendly, the, the family equivalent friendly. of that for guys is guys love a girl in costume, right? Well, oh, you're so she hits right. it on the head. You are right so there. right. We so, just may talk about that a little bit today. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's the most egregious example that you've seen? Do you have one that comes to mind? Yeah, so we were watching these yesterday. I don't know what she was supposed to be, but she literally had like bones on. Yeah. yeah. So it, now let me let me ask you this: Had she been in shape? Had it been? Had, no. No. Wait. Okay. Well, so. Okay, that's, just all right. that's what I'm getting cool. at. So it's still too much, even if she is in shape. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the clown in the purple leot- unitard thing? Oh my gosh, you cannot unsee some things. Oh, and and that is why Comic Con is Comic Con. That's why it's a it's a unique environment. Um, Ryan and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. too. And and um, one of the things that, in fact, I'm, I'm trying to remember was it. Was it Ken that said, uh, or no, it was uh, one of our other friends who's not represented at this panel. Obviously, he doesn't love us as, as much as other people do either. Um, but I told, I had I made the comment that the thing that's cool for me about Comic-Con, about that cosplay, is that those people that have been told their entire lives, no, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, 
have a place where they, where they can come. And some of us may say, ooh, I would still not do that. Um, but, but it's a place where it's welcoming enough and they can have an opportunity to express whatever it is that makes them feel thrilled about these kinds of franchises, these kinds of opportunities. Or just about life, right? Or it's just like, about life. Yeah. Right? Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be putting on a Wolverine suit anytime soon. Or Again. a thong. Only or if it's thong. the yellow spandex one, Todd. This is as close as I get to yellow spandex, and it's nowhere close to yellow spandex, <laughs> See, unless I'm on a bike. That's because it's blue. <laughs> that's because it's blue. That's true. I think that one of the things I really love, I really enjoy a good cosplay. I love seeing people yep. who, especially if they've taken the time to make it themselves, they've invested themselves yes. into the character who says, I love this character. I've taken the time to really to make this fit me, to make it look good. Um, you know, there's some great store-bought stuff. Amazon will provide you with a great costume if you go out and look for it there. Uh, but you'd probably get a better one on Etsy, right? Yes. Possibly. Yeah. And, well, but the other thing, too, that I think has been interesting about Salt Lake's cosplay, um, more so last year uh, than this year, this year's has been less family-friendly. Uh, the cosplay has been less family-friendly. I have seen more cosplay that, w- that pushed the boundaries of what, um, what I consider to be family-friendly cosplay. More cheeks than you wish to have known. More, more cheeks, toned or otherwise, than <laughs> should be seen, th- than I feel should be on display in a family environment. Right, and you got to get through all that to go to KitCon, right? Yes, you do. <laughs> KitCon is back in the corner, so you, you go through a lot of other stuff to get there. So. It's, you know, it's funny. When I first showed up on Thursday, it was, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a kind of a culture shock, and now I see all this stuff, and it just kind of washes over me. I don't even, don't even see it anymore. Boots? By your third yeah, Comic-Con, you know, won't even that? notice it the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. I just well, lost my there's, page. There's one thing. Uh, I was actually talking with uh, my wife about this earlier. She was asking about professional cosplayers. Why, you know, what do they do? Do they just <laughs> go around to Comic-Cons and stand in costume and make money that way? You know, we His actually ask, yes. we ask the cosplayers this. The, you know, the professional, the, the women in the back by the KidCon? Uh-huh. Appropriately, appropriate that they're back there. Uh, they said... What, what they do, I mean, they're busy every week going to cons. That is what they are doing. They are do making that? their own costumes. Some of them are models. But the one who makes her own costume, she was dressed as a Little Mermaid yesterday. Every week, she's at Comic-Cons or, or various cons. I don't know how. I they can think of worse ways to live your life. Do the cons actually pay them to come? I don't it, depends on do. the, it depends on the con. Um, and, but they also, um, several of them I, ha- I follow on Facebook. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that. My wife is in the audience. Um, but so, several <laughs> Todd, of them I follow. Some changes here in a minute. I follow on Facebook. Did you see that look? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in trouble for that later. Um, but but they sell uh, prints of different types of, of, of them in different costumes. Um, one several of you, several of us know Lindsay Sterling. Lindsay Sterling does a lot of cosplay, and she has an Assassin's Creed series that she's done that has some really killer outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, pun intended. Um, and there are some there are some others that are out there that also they'll sell they sell uh, autograph pictures they'll sell regular photos that they've taken at photo shoots. Um, it's a great opportunity for a lot of different kinds of of artistic expression to come out of what was even probably ten or fifteen years ago a very um, hidden niche in mm-hmm. popular culture. I thought you said hidden niche. Like who's Mitch and why are we hiding? <laughs> who's Mitch and why is he hiding? <laughs> Not Mitch, niche. <laughs> All right. I think that, and I think that hits on a very important piece, though, is the fact that, I mean, we're going to talk some more about this. The fact that that is even a professional option nowadays. Yeah. That you could be a cosplayer if you want to be. There's that option there. Isn't that what pre- like prefaced the fall of Rome? Was when people started doing crap like this and making money off cosplaying. Of it. Yes. It's really an indicator. I don't remember anyone going around and like. You know, I am now Julius Caesar. Aha! It's an indicator that Americans have too few problems. You don't remember that? I, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all right. So we've talked about some generalities with cosplay and cheeks. Uh, but what are some favorites? I, um, I'll, I'll tell you what surprised me is um, Harley Quinn has been big. Do yeah. you all know what I'm talking about yeah, from everyone. Batman, uh, the Joker sidekick? She is all over the place here. She's the girl Deadpool. Uh, so is Poison Ivy. And the, one of the nice things I think about Harley Quinn is you can do it 
you know, at Tastefully. any level. Well, you can do it. I mean, you can you can have like a Walmart level costume, or mm-hmm. you can have you know like a really involved costume. I like I like those types of things. So I think Harley Quinn might be my favorite this year. Uh, what what's your guys? Oh yeah. Awesome. I think I might have seen the same one. Nice. She had like the little, like the face it was tattoos. Yeah, she was really good. Oh wow. Made, like, That's nice. cool. That's cool. Yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen more Commander Shepherds this year than I saw last year. Okay, is, is what's Commander Shepherd? Mass, Mass Effect. And if you haven't played it, we need to solve that. Okay, so is that the <laughs> one with like the white pants and leather jacket and the strappy legs? That you've just done about half, half the costume. Leather <laughs> <laughs> straps, kind of revealing here, and you know, and that's just the men's costumes. Um, <laughs> that narrows it that's, down. It's the one if it has an N seven on it. It's probably Commander Shepard. Probably Commander Shepard. Um, You've seen the gray armor with the N7? With the white know. and the red 7? Look, it's, there's... If it's not Tolkien, Craig isn't paying attention exactly. is what it is. I honestly just learned, I literally yesterday, what Commander Shepard was. And Mass Effect just and yesterday? Can't literally you a moron? yesterday. I know, right? Yeah. I'm catching up. All right. I'm hip I'm with not. the lingo. You will love the Mass Effect series. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You will love it. It's a great a video game. I'm not allowed to love anything else. <laughs> I'm full up on my quota of stuff I can love. Um, uh, Ryan, what's your favorite cosplay? My favorite cosplay I've seen so far, I have to admit, I don't, I can't think of one that's really stood out to me a lot. Um, but I've really enjoyed the uh, the quality Assassin's Creed uniforms I see. Oh yeah, those because you ones. know that they take effort and they take time when they're when they're handmade. You know, when they come from Amazon, they're a little bit different. But mm-hmm. um, that's for me. That's what makes cosplay work for people as we're watching, as we're looking around. The fact that it's so cool is the fact that we know that people are invested in it. And when you look at a good cosplay, you're like, that's cool. And when you look at a bad cosplay, you're like, that's a trash bag. And you walk <laughs> away and go, okay, that's fine. So to me, that's, as I'm looking at the stuff here at Comic-Con, and I, and I see good cosplays out there, I really appreciate the investment people have put into taking the time to learn about their character and create you know, a, a believable costume. You yeah. know what I thought was interesting? I... Um, I my, I was here with my wife yesterday, who is kind of the anti-nerd, uh, and she she's looking around at all this cosplay stuff. She goes, you know, I, just, I can't really get into this. I'm not, I don't care about comic books or, or anime or whatever, but steampunk is pretty cool. <laughs> and I go, I said, are you serious? And she goes, yeah, let's go try on corsets. And I was like, all right, I don't think they'll have one. And you will never get booth, the vision but... of Craig in a corset out of your head. <laughs> But anyway, that's, so there's been a lot more steampunk than I expected to see mm-hmm. here. Um, but maybe that's just because I've never been to a comic con. Then, before. then you should you should take your wife. It happened just a, a few weeks ago. So it's too late. Yeah. Don't tell me to take my wife to something that's already happened. <laughs> but it happens every year. So renewable, renewable source of nerdery. Um, I'll coin that phrase later and make it work. Nice. Um, they have a steampunk festival here in Salt yeah, Lake. Then Obama won't let you put in your pipeline for Our it. Our buddy so. Scott Taylor over there loves steampunk con. Steampunk so. con? I don't know if that's what it's called. I think it's just called the steampunk festival. Salt City Steam Fest. Salt City Steam Fest. Say that ten times Salt City Steam Fest. Don't say that ten times fast. Seriously. Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. You asked for it. Any other favorite cosplays before we move on to our game? Yes. What Sharknado? Sharknado. Oh, the Sharknado's here. You saw Sharknado? Oh, nice. Yeah, she's dressed in a in a big funnel. Oh, it's just beautifully creative. I loved it. It's clever. Can I get? Can, oh man, I, I saw one guy yesterday. He had a box on that had a picture of the moon, and he had a sailor's cap. And I walked by and went, <laughs> "Sailor, sailor, sailor moon." moon. <laughs> <laughs> Moments like that, I'm okay with those costumes. I don't. I wouldn't want all of them to be like that, but I'm okay with that one. That I want to find the Sharknado girl and find out. I want to see her picture with Ian's earring. No. <laughs> I really do. I, you know she's got one? I'm sure. Hey, uh, you guys want to play a game? Let's play a game. Oh, let's play a game. Who wants to play a game? We have stuff to win. And uh, no, we didn't just pull it out of a drawer at home. Some of it. <laughs> I, I do have here, because I was wandering around to different booths, I would say, uh, hey, do you, you know, we're going to be giving out some stuff. Do you have anything we want to give out? And from Valerie Perez, who is dressed up as Wonder Woman, she said, yeah, I have this uh, bikini picture on a pin, if you want to give that out. You must be 18 to win it. it. I looked at it for a second. I said... Yes, I do want to give that. <laughs> so I have that here. We've got uh, that. So that's like that's like 
bronze. Seriously. Um, what's our silver? I guess because I'm next in line. My this. I want no, you to that's understand. Gold, man. That's okay, gold. I'll, we'll make this gold. This is the new Nightwing of the new 52 comic book. Uh, practically in mint condition. It does have a few fingerprints on it from when I did read it. Um, this is a very emotional... His hands are super oily, by the yeah, way. So. Yes. I run <laughs> my hands through my hair all day and then read. That's how I do things. Um, this is a very emotional uh, comic book for me. It's the first one I ever purchased. I bought it three weeks ago. So. <laughs> Some of us are working on helping Ryan come up to speed with what Comic-Con is all about. I'm, I'm dealing with a repressed childhood. I was allowed to be a geek, but only in certain ways. So I'm, deal- I'm working on... Uh, Bring everything up to up to code. But we also, Todd, is that the poster? This is the poster. Um, so we do have a poster for a brand new uh, comic that's coming out. It's called Midnight with a K because we're clever, right? And it's by Red Five Comics. Um, this is a postcard. This is like this is not even bronze level. Uh, but there's a poster of a similar thing. It's called Midnight. It's coming out later this year. So if you're a comic book person and That's you want to be a comic book hipster and get into something before it's cool. Uh, we have some midnight stuff for you. Don't get near Ken. No, Ken no, is no. the anti-hipster. No, that's not true at all. I was anti-hipster before it was cool. Look at that beard. It's so lustrous. That's pretty <laughs> hipster. Uh, so for our game, we're going to be playing uh, everybody's favorite like 13-year-old girls' camp game. Would you uh, rather? Girls' camp. What a good time. Yes. <laughs> you never forget your first girls' okay. camp. <laughs> across the lake, right? Uh, yeah, we're playing yes, Would You Rather. The lake. Nerd version of Would You Rather. Um, I will kick it off. Uh, This one is for the panel first, but uh, we'll ask for hands as well. Would you rather... Okay. Be forced to watch Star Wars Episode 2 at least once a month for the rest of your life, or never get to see Empire Strikes Back ever again. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) Never get to see it again? Watch it every month. You, you to would, sacrifice that so that I could so be able you, to watch Empire Strikes Back immediately afterwards and eliminate episode two from my mind every month. I would do that. I would do that. I would do that. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I'm the same way. It's definitely, I, I will, I'll suffer through Attack of the Clones again. Yeah. yeah okay. Who said, who, uh, what, a, so A was uh, you have to watch episode two. B was you get rid of Empire. Who says A? Once a month. A, really? B? That's like Sophie's choice. Yeah, you yeah, like you know, picture those torture chambers or the uh, you know, like, <laughs> like a clockwork oh, orange, clockwork orange, there. yeah. <laughs> Honey, you need to see Empire Strikes Back so you can make this, you can have this argument with me. It, All right, it, I want one more. Oh wait, what do we the have? An, a, the uh, the anti geek walked in the room. Nice, welcome anti geek. What, what my, would you say, my Jolene? wife Jolene Johnson? What would you rather? She's never even seen She's, Empire Strikes. She Back. has seen Empire. This doesn't even count. She had to see Empire to get a cheesecake. <laughs> Any of them, oh. right? Okay. Oh. Um, and a little bit of I want one died. more one more from the panel, and then we'll... Uh, so you guys be thinking of your would-you-rathers, and uh, we'll, we'll give out prizes for that. So, one more from you guys. Who wants it? Ken? I, okay. Oh. I, I, got, I, got, I got this one. Okay. Would you rather... This is, this is, this is easy. Would you rather kiss a Wookiee? Or kick a droid? Or lick a Dalek? Lick a, lick a Dalek? Is that how you say it? I don't yeah. know how you say it. Those little trash can things from Doctor Who? They're the, salt shakers. Oh, my goodness. They're pepper shakers. <laughs> Excuse me. Pepper shakers. With a toilet plunger and a whisk. Who's not a Whovian? Yeah. I'm oh, see, man. I'm there, is re- there is redemption for you. So what did you say? Kiss a Wookiee or lick a Dalek? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with kiss a Wookiee. At least I could put my hands through his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it a, a he wo- said lick, not French kiss. Kiss, kiss a, a Wookiee. Or lick a Dalek. He said kiss. Yeah, he said kiss a Wookiee. Lick Is a it a Dalek. woman Wookiee? Lick a Dalek. How can you tell? Maybe the Wookiee of your choice. <laughs> I would Dalek. lick a Dalek. It's like licking a pole or a razor blade. I've never yeah, done that. Yeah, until it kills you. You would lick a razor blade? <laughs> At least I'm just losing a limb. Hey, it's they're dangerous. And did you ask me if I would lick a razor blade or if I had? Because there's a different answer to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> there is always a way to be safe around a Dalek. There's never a way to be safe around a Wookiee. I would be more uh, yeah, concerned. Yeah, if... yeah, there is. Get him to owe you a life debt. <laughs> I would be... Okay, okay. There is one way yeah. to be safe around a Wookiee. I stand corrected. All right. So, Wookiee or Dalek? Wookiee. 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 Seriously? Wookiees? 
Dalek? Really? Any, any Daleks? Yeah, like right. two people. You people are crazy. Three. Okay, you brave souls. All right. You will be time lords. Anybody have one yet? Anybody have Who's one? Who's got one? By the way, you're, to, you're free to ask a would you rather. Who wants to use this awesome microphone and ask one of your own? Okay, we'll Who's give it just one? a second. Okay, give okay. it. Okay, we want one more. Ryan. Okay, give it a thought and we'll have Ryan's. Yeah. Ryan, do yours. Oh, do mine. Yeah. Okay. See, the sad thing, mine is also Star Wars related. Um, why is that sad? Do you not know what this podcast is? <laughs> I, I've been trying to figure it out yes. as, long as we've been going along. Um, actually, it's not in... Um, I have to think, I've forgotten part of it here. Oh, my Stop I'm sorry, I forgot Ryan. part of it. Okay, now we've got people Go. that are ready. Okay. All right. Please. Um, Ryan, are you ready or are we bringing somebody no, up? No, let All someone right. else go. Come on up. Bring, uh, let's, let's have both of you come up and we'll do one after the other. So go ahead first. Tell us your name. Tell us your name. My name is Josh. Would you rather live in a Marvel universe or a DC universe? Um, I, okay, I've got my answer ready. DC. Okay. Why? Why? Uh, because I feel like uh, Marvel is a lot of fun. And it has a lot of little like lessons to teach you, but I feel like DC is a more moralized universe, and uh, and has has more to say about the human condition than Marvel. And, and hang on, that's ooh, that's my drop, the, drop mic the mic moment. <laughs> I don't really think that was worth a drop the mic moment. I, I really don't either, especially because you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Hey, in, in the DC, you're not allowed to tell a joke. That's not true at all. It's just you are that the jokes Joker. are far more dark and subtle than you're willing to uh, You're not allowed to have any to fun realize. in the D.C. It's universe. always raining in D.C. <laughs> in Gotham. In Gotham, I'll give in you Gotham. that. All right, uh, who, says, who says Marvel? Mar- that's a lot Marvel, of hands. D.C.? Thank you. Thank you. All right. You're only there because you want to see I may see be Batman. in the minority, but bad. at least minorities are getting more rights nowadays. Um, all right, so are we ready for the next one? Sure, go, ahead. go for it. What's your name? My name is Brian. And earlier in the podcast, we discussed a certain cosplay involving a thong <laughs> and cheeks that probably didn't belong in that thong. So my would you rather is, would you rather <laughs> slow dance to a very long song with said cosplayer or suddenly realize that this podcast is four hours long and you can't leave the room. <laughs> As in, long podcast. Yeah, long podcast. I'm going with long podcast. I don't think I could shower long enough to make me feel better about that, so I'm going to go long podcast. Too. <laughs> with no bathroom breaks, though? It's, it, seriously, if none of you are in this room, uh, if, if it was nothing but empty chairs and empty chairs to my right, I could sit here and talk into this microphone. This is kind of like my comfort zone. He f- sometimes is- he feels like he sits in a room all by himself without the rest of us there, too. It's just the way that it goes. So, yeah, I mean, you could put me in here for four hours, and, and I'm just going to go. I'm like a wind-up toy. or I'm like the thing outside the supermarket. You just put in the quarter, and you're like, podcast. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and then I sit here and... Jump up and down. That's right. monkey dance. What about you guys? Uh, did you all say podcast? Ken, did you say podcast? Uh, y- yes. Yeah? Okay. Ken's, Ken's still thinking about the bathroom break thing, so... <laughs> all of a sudden, he has to go, and we have a problem. Well, fortunately, we have all these little bottles. Oh, any other, hey, hey. Any other volunteers? It any may be volunteers? podcast, right. but, you know... One more, and then uh, this one right over here after that. All right, all right. She's so pretty. Oh, she's Look at so that. jangly. Look at yeah. that dress. Okay. All right, my would you rather... Oh, wait, who are you? Oh, I'm Chantrice. Yeah, you are. Chantrice, Hi. it goes who, very well with that And dress, who are you in that dress? Um, it, it works Ch- better if I have the life. Chantrice the Magnificent. I'm a Titanic. Yeah. Oh, nice. Aww. My would you rather is, would you rather be banished to Tatooine or Mordor? Ooh. Ooh. Nice. I tend, I tend to strike really epic poses in awkward situations like sunsets. I'll also just put a foot up on a bit of lawn chair. So I'd probably go Tatooine so I could do that. Um, okay. I, I'm going with Mordor, and here's why. I went to Phoenix in March this year. It was March, the beginning of March, and it was in the 90s, like mm-hmm. upper 90s. I hate the desert so much. And I live in Salt Lake City. I mean, this is bad. I know. I hate the desert. And I mean, this is, so this is like mild desert. This is what? The steppe, right? This isn't quite desert. 
I, I, I would rather do battle with thousands of orcs and, you know, die valiantly than try to, to moisture farm for the rest of my life. That would suck. Die some way, I'm not sure. Valiantly is exactly how that would happen. I've fought you with a sword before. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> that is how he fights. So That's how both of us fight, so it's not really any better description. <laughs> well, there me. is that. It's too bad this isn't a video podcast. We could have brought our... Uh... Yeah, brought our sword. My son has oh, two man. Minecraft swords. We'll let you fight with those later. Uh, <laughs> I think the after podcast. I, I would say the, the, the bigger question for me is what did I do that caused me to be banished? Because if I did something that was morally, Are you on the run from the law? Am, am, I, am I in a morally reprehensible situation? Um, have I done something so heinous that I don't want to live with myself anymore? Mordor. If I have done something that is just kind of questionable, but it's not really anything that's, you know, going to make me hate myself for the rest of my life, Tatooine, because there's always Moss Eisley. <laughs> um, all right, so... Do you like Todd, how I you put... haven't done one yet. I have I, not. I want you to do one, and I've got, I've got like two but more I got really mine good now. ones. Okay, I don't care about yours anymore. You missed your chance. <laughs> Todd, no, go. Good. Okay, so you are in mortal peril. That's um, true. You are going to die. Would you rather be saved by the doctor right after he regenerates? Or one of the doctor's assistants. Or Gandalf right before he's going to tackle a Balrog? Wait, so Gandalf the Grey or... Gandalf the Grey right before he's going to die. Can he promise me the line, fly, you fool? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Um, I'm going with Gandalf. I'm Gandalf. Because Gandalf is the man. I'm, I'm going to actually, I'm going to be the contrarian here, and no, I'm going to say the doctor. I'm a big doctor yeah. fan. Um, right after he regenerated, why? Because after he regenerated, he's probably looking for a new companion. And uh, Yeah, but you don't fit the bill. <laughs> there, have been, there have been male companions. They have not always survived, but they have <laughs> been, there have been male companions. And according to the doctor's universe, he could regenerate as a female doctor. He could. At that moment... I could have a female doctor and a TARDIS to go wherever I want. And All Stephanie right. is looking at you with that look. The same look my wife gave me just a little while ago, Ryan. Okay, I told my wife like 45 minutes ago that John Barrowman was my man crush, and he would be more interested in me than her, and we're okay, so I'm going to be okay. <laughs> so what, what was the question? <laughs> Dr. Gandalf Who? or the doctor oh, saving the, you from okay, mortal Gandalf, peril. Gandalf, Gandalf, doctor. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're going to leave me for the doctor? I've got a child at home to I care was, for. Sounds like you're going to leave Ryan, her for the doctor. Yeah, you were going to leave her for the doctor. I don't think you have any room to stand. My bad. <laughs> uh, all right, so, uh, Ryan, fine, it's your turn. Thank all right. so much. Cross-country road trip no, with... Oh, you stole mine! <laughs> Cross-country road trip with Jar Jar Binks or Bella Swan. Oh! oh. Drop the mic! <laughs> Uh, Bella Swan is way hotter than Jar Jar Binks. Ow. I gotta tell you, I, I, I gotta tell you mine. I, I would rather go with Bella Swan, first of all, because, actually, I'm... <laughs> she might be quiet the whole road trip, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Aww. I can handle quiet and moody. You, you brood, Jar Jar Binks brood, will talk. Right. I, I, was, I was gonna say, maybe I would want to go with Jar Jar Binks, because that road trip would end for him very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, an overpass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Misa think you Misa is a bad person. Uh, <laughs> all right. be right. Jar Jar Binks. Jar- we got one, two, a few Jar Jars. Bella Swan. Yeah, I mean, obviously Bella Swan. Come on. Okay, uh, here, so here was mine, though. I, I, would you rather take a long road trip with a brony or oh. with a twihard, twihead, twi... What's a twilight person called? Baby? I believe they're called twits. Twits or a twit. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, now that we've offended the, a large portion I, of I'm our I'm sorry, the eyelight part of it is silent. It's just twit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a brony or a twit? Uh, brony is a, a dude who loves My Little Pony. My Little Pony. It's a thing, I guess. I don't know. It's a thing. I cannot believe it's a thing. But uh, a, I a, guess a twit. I, you know, a twit. I, I, I'm going to go with a twit because they probably showered. I that that's caught on. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, any, okay, so have you guys thought of any more? Or should I do my amazing one? Okay, we've got one. Oh, my daughter has one. Okay, okay. This could, be, this could be really interesting. Yeah, come sit over here by me. I smell great. Okay, so I'm Leanna, and would you rather 
get brainwashed by the Empire and may die by Darth Vader, or join the rebellion and may also die by Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> so the ultimate end is death by Vader, either way. Okay. <laughs> you have trained her well. I, yes, yes, I have. Let's see. Your lack of creativity disturbs me. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Empire, uh, and here's why: because I so when I back in the '90s I used to play games of joysticks, uh, the you know the flight simulators, and I loved Tie Fighter much more than I loved the game X-wing. So I want to join. Yeah. But the, flying a Tie Fighter is nowhere near as cool as flying an X-wing. They don't no, but, have yeah, the decent you, shielding. You systems. only have to fly it for long enough to graduate to a Tie Interceptor, then a Tie Advance, then a Tie Defender. Assuming you survive yeah, the first that, few that times is you a fly big it. Assumption. Oh my god. Unless you go into the New Jedi Order, in which case they have figured out a way to shield Tie Fighters from a distance. Oh. In which case they can fly asteroids. It's oh. fantastic. I enjoy it very much. <laughs> my head is hurting now. Uh, Empire, Empire. What do you guys say? If I'm gonna die for, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna go out and with the rebellion. 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 Okay, yeah. rebellion. Absolutely, rebellion. Absolutely. Empire. Those yes. of you who wish to enforce your will upon us, hey. you will lose. Gotta say one, Did just one thing. I've seen your over target practice. All right, we've got another one coming up. We got the flash coming up. Nice. Not very fast though. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> okay, I'm Jacob. And would you rather die by being electrocuted by the emperor? Or firing squad from stormtroopers. Firing squad by stormtroopers. The possibility, the safe man. possibility yeah. exists. We will survive the firing squad by stormtroopers. Yes. You will die of old age before you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the rest of you? Electrocution. Electrocution. Stormtroopers. That was all my right. boy right there. Okay, you guys. You remember my? Um, you remember my Star Wars Episode Two versus uh, Empire? Okay, so this one's in a similar vein. Uh, would you rather get to watch Star Wars again, the, the original Star Wars, again for the first time? Okay. That one. <laughs> or, I don't care what the other option or, is, that one. Or get to wipe Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull off the face of the Earth forever. Ooh. Star Wars? What? Yeah, you would still get to watch Star Wars, but yeah, but never again for the first time. The thing is, I can't remember it's such my a first special time. experience. That I, first time, like I've said before, I was pretty much <sighs> breastfed on Star Wars. Like it's, you know, I don't remember any of that stuff. So I'd love to watch it again with for the blue first milk? time. What with blue milk? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you might want to talk about your mom's dietary problems. Um, so what did we say? So was the consensus Star Wars? Raise your hand for Star Wars. No, I'm yeah. I'm going to be the contrarian, and I'm going to say I'm going to wipe Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull That's off the kind face of the, of the one earth. I want to go with because I I, I I got to say for two reasons for me, one of them is because we remove Shia LaBeouf from the franchise. Thank you very much. Um, that should be oh enough. Gosh. But if it were not enough, we also get rid of that really, really, really creepy scene with the ants eating. Yeah, that was just. I mean. Watching the, the in the first Raiders of the Lost Ark when they when they when they get exposed to the wrath of God coming out of the ark after they open it up and they all kind of melt and all that kind of stuff that was that was freaky that was like whoa but the other one was just gratuitous and icky so I would I would eliminate the Crystal Skull besides um, Steven Spielberg has enough films with aliens we didn't need one more Shia, Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys that's all Ew. eliminate yeah Ick. eliminate Crystal Skull yeah. So, yeah all right do we have prizes to hand out yet. <laughs> Yeah, who, is the, who is the best question, you guys? You're asking me to remember what I the know, questions right? were? My man Josh was pretty good. <clears throat> why, don't, why, don't we ask, why don't we ask the audience to decide? Those of you that ask questions, will you come up, please? Come up here and stand in front of us? Okay. And we will do, we will do a quick, um, we will do a quick uh, applause meter. Uh, it will be very scientific. Uh, Ken, who has better ears than all the rest of us, will be our applause meter and will tell us where everybody stands. So, so go, go right down the line. Just tell go. us your, right your quick... Uh, you can vote for three. You can vote for three. Just shout out your question really quick so we remember. <laughs> there you go. That was, that was way more people, though. All right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right over here? Oh, <laughs> brutal! 
I think I, all right. I think I we, 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 we got to have a runoff here between Chantrice and Leanna, I think. Okay, okay. So, Guys, that was pretty good. Because you're our three and four. You're, you're three and four, so hang on for a second. Here's Leanna, right? Oh. All right. Chantrice. Oh, that's, that's Leanna. Oh, that's Leanna for sure. All right, and uh, we need uh, between Jacob. Jacob. Jacob and anybody? Josh. Applaud for Jacob. Okay. All right. And Applaud for Josh. <laughs> so it sounds like Shantrice comes away go. with our silver. Excellent work, here. sir. We go here, Leanna. You're the only person who's allowed to have that pin. Nice. I awesome. tried to make that a signed copy of Nightwing, but apparently my signature doesn't affect the value at all. So. Actually, it decreases. <laughs> Don't worry, Leanna. I will so, teach you how to properly preserve that comic book. You guys, we, have, really, we have seven minutes, uh, and I, want, I really wanted to get to this article. This is a total shift uh, from what we were doing before, and I apologize for that. But I wanted to bring this up because yesterday I was doing a little bit of research for this, and I came across an article. You ever read, anybody ever read The Guardian? Yes. Uh, no communists yeah. in yeah. here? No. Yes. No. Okay. So in The Guardian, I found an article uh, by a... Well, a humanoid named Sam Jordison. And this person, okay, let me read you just the title of the article and then the subtitle, okay? And then, and then I'll just let you go. I'll put the quarter in you guys and you can just go. All right, title of the article, and this is for all of you to enjoy. Let's stop sneering at fantasy readers, okay? And he goes through the article and talks about how, you know, it's mm -hmm. okay to, to read fantasy. Subtitle. They might be the zit-ridden little brothers of science fiction geeks, but fantasy readers still deserve our respect. Really? Yeah, isn't it though? So look now, over here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, that's one of those. Do me a favor. Help me. Don't help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, don't don't stand up for me. This would be a person. Uh, it, the reason I bring this up is because we're going to be uh, we're going to be moving on from the kind of random weekly things that we do, and we're going to be getting into Mistborn, like I was talking about. We're going to mm -hmm. be book clubbing this and lots of other stuff. Uh, and we are, uh, by definition of our podcast, fantasy readers, right? And I find this to be a rather respectable niche to be in. Uh, and I, I'm guessing people here at Comic-Con would feel fairly similarly, yes. Does it, does it make anybody else mad, the, condenset, the condescension of, of, the, of what I would call the literati? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, that, and that's, that's one of the, the first things he points out. Is he's, this is going to be a critique of him only because it's what I do. So, but he, he, he starts out with, oh... I'm going to I'm going to support you. And basically he's he's the guy who's supporting you right up until the point where he pushes you right off the cliff, you know. Like there's uh, and I, go Todd I Ken is Ken is getting to the point where we're going to have to hold him back because he's going to hurt somebody. Um, Ken carries a baseball bat with him everywhere he goes, even Not during even uh, during hawking season. I thought that was a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 thing that I find interesting about about that kind of an attitude, regardless of this particular article or other articles where we've seen similar kinds of expression, is that they assume that there has to be a division and that they assume that they do not intersect. Um, I, I personally feel, as I've, I've spent a lot of time reading science fiction, I've spent a lot of time reading fantasy, I've read some very, um, very carefully written, well-written fantasy that was far more grown up than uh, some of the science fiction that I've read. I've read some very good young adult science fiction that was at least as badly written as um, any of the Twilight series. I'm sorry, I didn't say that out loud. What I meant was um, there's, there's a perception that young adult writing is for uh, younger, or that, that young adult writing is primarily fantasy and that adult writing is primarily science fiction. And what this gentleman in his article and what others are demonstrating when they write such things is that they completely miss the fact that there is a lot of good literature in both genres that, that cross each other's paths. They cross-pollinate. They're not necessarily mutually exclusive. We did a podcast two weeks ago or so uh, with a psychiatrist on the value of fairy tales. And I know we're talking about um, you know, fantasy reading or whatever, uh, but 
we talked a lot about the value of how fantasy or how fairy tales fantasy teach lessons. Everyone in this room learns a different way, whatever, however you learn. And if you can derive something from a fantasy story, from, you know, a, about life, about figuring something out, then who cares whether they think it's a bad, you know, whether you're the zit-ridden little brother of, of, you know, geeks and nerds. But the fact is, is there is, in good fantasy, in good stories, there's as much to learn about life as there is in the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Okay, I think that's a little mm-hmm. more business. There's a few people in there who just went, uh, I who, that. Who what? Who Moved My Cheese? It's yes, a business it's book. It's a good book. Yeah. But, you know, there's, you can learn from those. And so when people give that kind of condescending, oh, you're not reading anything of value, you don't know that. You don't know how I learn. You don't know exactly what makes me think about things. And you know what? I have gained more from reading a few fantasy books than when my parents grounded me until I finished reading The Seven uh, Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes, Your parents grounded you to read that? <laughs> they grounded oh, me Lord. and said, you're not ungrounded until you finish it. That's wow. amazing. I think mine was it was a little similar, but it was the Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens because I wasn't mature enough yet for the to be a people for the HBO version. Uh, I'm back. I you know, okay. I, I, I calm down. Reattach the peg leg. Well, the the, the problem is it, it's hurry. It's we've got ster- one minute. Oh crap! It's it's a stereotype that we remember from from being kids. You know, and the the jocks will push down the nerds and and the geeks and stuff. But it, it's something that I feel in the last twenty years has really changed and. As nerd culture, geek culture, whatever, has proliferated in mainstream society, it's, it's become clear that it's not just something that loser kids play in their basement and that sort of thing. It, there, there's stuff of value to it. And to, to just come out right out of the gate and say, it's your nerdy, pimple-faced cousin, your little brother, whatever, it, it proves that this author doesn't get it. And authors like that, I always want to punch in the face. So yeah, the reason metaphorically, I, of course. The reason I bring this up, like I said, is because of what we're going to be doing, what we have done in the past on the Legendarium, and what we're going to be doing in the future. Part of the purpose is we want to uh, not only read fantasy and science fiction books, you know, and, and I'm sure some other stuff as well, but we want to talk about uh, what value this brings to us as individuals and to society in general. Because obviously we bo- we do believe that there is something of value to be brought, and uh, and we're going to be talking a lot more about that. So uh, hopefully everybody here will uh, uh, keep staying with us. Thank you for coming out to this. Yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy everybody. See you all. Have a wonderful Thanks, Comic-Con. Guys. We are we are finished up. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Legendarium Podcast. Make sure you take a minute to subscribe to us on iTunes and now on Stitcher Radio. Like us on Facebook and check out our fantastic website at thelegendariumpodcast.com.